Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Corporate Conscious Black Girl Podcast. I am so, so excited to be back with you guys and to be really having this conversation today because I have been so busy and so like overwhelmed with all of the things that I have been doing. Like I have not taken time to celebrate myself. And so today I want to talk to you guys about cultivating self-confidence because I feel like right now I am in my my bad girl era. Like I am literally unstoppable and I have not always been that way. So do you remember that one awkward black girl in high school who never made eye contact with anybody who just was friendly, but didn't really fit with any clique or fit with any specific group of people? Well, that was me. Today, I'm going to share my perspective on how I did a lot of self-work to help cultivate the self-confidence that I have now and to unlock my full potential. So I often equate myself to Issa Rae's character in the beginning of the show on HBO, Insecure. So through her journey, she teaches us a lot about self-confidence and how it isn't something that comes to us naturally not to everyone at least. And then for a lot of us, it has to be cultivated. Like we have to bring that out of ourselves. And self-confidence is really not about being perfect. It's about embracing our flaws and owning our uniqueness. And Issa Rae had like so many great talents and qualities like built up inside of her, but she was really standing in her own way. And I feel like I relate to that so, so much. Like I just recently in the past year or two, maybe have gotten confident enough to the point where I I want to share my ideas, um, especially when it comes to like art, um, you know, sharing my paintings and sharing my talent. And, you know, when it comes to my career, it's like applying for the jobs that I normally wouldn't apply for and like. Just little things like that. And so on the flip side, there's our girl, Beyonce. Like she's literally the epitome of self-confidence, right? Like she oozes confidence on the stage in her music. Everybody wants to dress like Beyonce. Everybody wants to have this glamorous life that she has. But she has also struggled with self-doubt and insecurities too. So I love to watch Beyonce's documentary, Homecoming. I thought it was perfect. Like the cinematography is perfect. The music is perfect. But the story is also amazing. She shares her struggles with balancing motherhood, rehearsing and performing at Coachella. Like she was the first woman first black woman to headline the Coachella and she was just coming off of like having twins and she was talking a lot about her struggles and every time I watch that I get so motivated I get I feel like 
you know, if she can do it, I can do it. Now, I'm not rich and famous. I know her lifestyle allows her to do a lot more of these things, but it also, it still gives me that inspiration that I need to like push through. What really sets her apart is that she never lets her doubts and fears stop her from achieving her goals. So what does it really take to cultivate self-confidence? Today, I want to talk to you guys about six really great steps that I, you know, have developed over the years that have really helped me to come into my own and come into myself, who I am now, and that I will continually work on to be even better in the future because self-confidence is not something that you get and then you just have it forever. Like you ultimately have to work on it. You continuously have to practice self-love and all of those other things. Going to be practicing self-care. Self-care is critical in building self-confidence. When you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, your your mental health is just it's it's just in such a great place. You feel more positive about yourself and you feel confident in the things that you can do. So, for me, the self-confidence transformation really came when I got into the gym and I started working on my body. Now, I have always been physically fit. I have always been quote unquote in shape, um, but it wasn't until I started to take care of myself in a physical manner. I started watching what I was eating. I started going to the gym as, you know, as often as I could. I really started running and running for me was like, it was a game changer. When I started running, it really shifted everything. Because now I was learning to not only take care of my body, but I was learning how to push myself to limits. I was learning how to allow myself to rest when I needed to rest. I was really learning about my body and how it worked. And so that was a part of my self-care. It still is a part of my self-care routine. When I go out and I run, it's just me in the road. I literally have time to think about things that, you know, problems that I haven't been able to solve. I get to be away from everyone else and their needs. And I really get to like take that time for myself. So that is how I practice self-care. But I also do things like self-care Sundays where I go out and I pamper myself. Um, This is all a part of taking care of my body, taking care of my temple, and really just showing myself the love that I deserve. Number two is going to be celebrating our small wins. So when we achieve something, no matter how small it is, we have got to take the time to celebrate it. I read a a book by, by Eckhart Tolle called The Power of Now. And that book was so great because it talks a lot about living in the present. Like when we live in the past, we are basically worrying about things that already happened. And when we live in the future, we we're just having we're creating anxiety within ourselves about things that haven't even happened yet. 
living in the present is only like the only way that we can really learn to regulate ourselves, our emotions, our feelings, and take the steps that we need, the correct steps that we need to get to where we want to be. Because you can't make decisions in the past. You can't make decisions in the future. You can only make decisions in the right now. And so celebrating your wins that you have accomplished is really big. I have struck, always struggled with like accomplishing something and then stopping and celebrating that because I always feel like, oh, I've accomplished this. Now I need to move on to the next big thing. I need to move on to the next big goal. And it wasn't until I started sitting with some of the things that I was doing and I started saying, wow, like, like, girl, do you see what you're doing? Like, do you see the amazing things that you've done in your life? Like, I don't even realize how much I've accomplished until I'm sitting down and I'm talking to people and we're just having conversations and I'm just talking about things that I've done. And they're like, and you're how old? Like, people don't believe how old I am when I talk about a lot of the things that I've accomplished. And that's because I haven't taken the time to celebrate those wins. And when I started to do that, I started to get so much more confidence and it helped me to build momentum that I needed to move on to the next thing. So number three is going to be challenging negative self-talk. Pay attention to the negative thoughts that you have about yourself and challenge them. We are the main ones standing in our own way. We are often the ones who talk ourselves out of those great things. Self-sabotage is real. Like having negative self-talk limits what we are willing to put out into the world. I've had so many great ideas where I was afraid to put them out because I started thinking things like, okay, well, what if nobody likes it? What if people think it's silly? Like, what if I fail? And it's like, girl, you haven't even tried yet. Like, you don't even know, but that self-talk really stopped me from doing a lot of those things. And when you hear yourself saying nothing but negative things, it starts to bring you down. I do a lot of affirmations. I listen to a lot of meditations and that helps to like challenge the negativity. So I heard that it takes for every one for every one negative thing that you hear about yourself or that you say about yourself, it takes 17 positive things to counter that. Like, can you imagine having to like counteract one negative thing by saying 17, 17 positive things? For me, I've learned that it's just better to just say the positive thing off the gate, like then have to backtrack and do so much more work to correct that. And so using affirmations to, to build up that self-confidence, confidence, they really do work. I used to feel crazy when I would try to do them. And now I'm a lot more comfortable in saying those things. And I write them down. I have affirmations in notebooks. I have affirmations on my phone. I have them on sticky notes in my new office. Just telling myself that I can do these hard things and it's so important to talk to ourselves like we love ourselves. Number four, stepping out of our comfort zone. Doing the scary things will help you to be more confident. 
I know it sounds counterintuitive. I know it sounds crazy to think, oh, why would I do like crazy and scary things to help me like be confident? Like that's almost the opposite, but it really will help you to understand that you can go a lot further than you think that you can. So running long distance was really a step out of my comfort zone. I have always been a sprinter. Even when I was working out, I couldn't run anything longer than, you know, a mile and a half. Like in the Navy, you have to run a mile and a half for your fitness tests. And like that was enough for me. I was maxed out. It wasn't until I started to work out with other crews that I got into distance running and I started running three miles and then it became five miles, eight miles, and then it was half marathons. Um, this really was outside of my comfort zone and I didn't know my body could go that far, but I didn't know my body could go that far because I had never tried it before. And so that is the biggest thing is like, you don't know how much you can do until you make an attempt. So I am planning to do a big hike in October. I will be summiting Mount Whitney in California and it is one of, it is actually the highest peak in the continental United States for, at 14,000 plus feet or something like that. Um, am I terrified? Yes. Am I afraid? Yes. Do I not want to do it? No, I'm going to do it because I have always only hiked, you know, 7,000 footers. Um, that might've been like the max I've done, like 8,000 maybe. But I know that stepping out of my comfort zone is really going to help me build my confidence in my, my physical like aptitude, like what I'm capable of, but also mentally, like it's, tw it's 21 miles up and back. Like I, mentally, you have to be prepared for that. And having the confidence going into that is going to be really important. And so I feel like that is also going to help to help my journey and like becoming a more confident person because I'm very confident in my physical abilities, but am I sure that I can make it to the top? Mm, that's to be determined. But I say all that to say, try new things and take on the challenges because that is essentially how you will grow. Number five is surround yourself with positive people. Surround yourself with people who genuinely support and encourage you. So over the years, I have done a friendship audit where I have really evaluated what my friend circle looked like. Okay, so I recently listened to an episode of Too Smart for This podcast with Alex Barber, and she was talking about how a lot of her friendships that she thought were close friendships actually were not. Um, and it really made me think back to some of the friendships, relationships, all of those things, like, and to think, like, some of these people really didn't even like me. Like, they literally hated my guts. And I didn't realize it because I was so focused on like having friends and not thinking about the quality of the friendships. So 
she was saying like how she had a friend who would like talk crap about her behind her back, who would say things in the company of other people as if they were a joke, who would like, when she would bring up ideas, she would like shoot them down, but later like go and do those things. And like, those are not people that you want around you. Those are people who are literally sucking the the confidence out of you. And you really have to audit your circle and make sure that you have supportive people around you who help you to feel more confident and more capable. Now I don't even put myself in rooms or in situations with people that make me feel uncomfortable because I know that if I have to cower or dim my light around a certain amount of people or a certain group of people, that is not somewhere that I want to be. And so you really have to surround yourself with a strong circle. I think a lot about the episode of Insecure when they went to um, Coachella and they were just like, you could feel the tension in the room and you could feel how the friendships were like shifting and they were, you know, they were joining, like they had like sub clicks within the friendships where like they were not so nice to one person or like, um, Amanda Seals character started to feel like outcast and like I've been in situations like that and it's not fun to be in it's not a fun situation to be in and it really doesn't help your confidence at all like being around people who pump you up who like gas you up I'm not saying they got to be like yes yes men or yes women who like tell you that you're always great and you're always good you do need people who are holding you accountable, but there's a difference between being accountable, like holding you accountable and just being downright mean. Um, so really evaluate the positive people around you, evaluate your circle. Number six is going to pre- going to be practice self-compassion. So you need to be kind and compassionate towards yourself. I have recently started dating myself. I know it sounds crazy. I'm not Maya. I'm not going to go and like marry myself in a ceremony, but I have started to treat myself how I want my future partner to treat me. I have started to be kind to myself and remind myself every day how beautiful I am, to buy myself flowers, to be forgiving to myself when I make mistakes. Treat yourself how you would treat your significant other, how you would treat your best friend. That is ultimately how you're going to build that self-confidence because if you are not being kind to yourself when things go wrong, that is going to make you feel even worse about yourself and make you feel insecure. So I just want you guys to remember that building self-confidence really takes time and effort, but it is possible. You can practice self-care, celebrate those wins. Challenge that negative self-talk. These are all things that are going to help you get to where you need to be, you know, emotionally, physically, mentally, or whatever. So that is all that I have for you guys today. I am so excited for this journey that I am on. I am now recognizing myself as a amazing, like, just an amazing human being. And that is not in a conceited way. That is in a way where I am seeing myself as my whole self. I am 
respecting myself. I have, you know, a tremendous amount of self-worth. Like I am just where I wish I was years ago, but I'm just so happy to be there now. And, you know, if self, self-confidence self is a journey, it's really not a destination. It's something that you have to be patient and you have to be persistent with. Like you can unlock your full potential when you are confident and once you are able to do that, you are a force. Like I, I cannot express how proud of myself I am where I can walk into a room of, you know, experts in our field, you know, a, a room full of scientists and, and, you know, tech engineers and all of these people and, and feel confident in my skills, even though this is something that I have never really done professionally, like I've done it as a hobby, but like being able to walk into the room and own my abilities and own my skills is such an amazing feeling and I plan to carry that into everything that I do. When I do this hike, I plan on showing up. Even though this is my first time, I'm gonna show up like I've been here before. You know, it, you know, in any space, like I, I want to show up and I want to be, be the light. Like I really want, I want you all to understand how powerful you are when you stop talking down on yourself. When you start realizing the power that you have, like. I, I'm just amazed on how I went from insecure to Beyonce level confidence in a year and a half, you know, maybe two years, like just, it, it takes time, but you can do it. And I hope that this helps you guys to get to that point. So as always, I thank you guys so much for joining me on today's podcast. I hope that you have followed us on Instagram and that you have followed the podcast. Leave a comment, uh, you know, like and subscribe, visit the website. I, I'm just so excited to continue on this journey with you guys. So until next time, stay corporate and stay conscious.